is October 26th. I'm Amanda Barker. I'm Marco Timpano. And it is National Tennessee Day. And y'all, we're just so proud to be here. Uh, National Tennessee Day recognizes the volunteer state on October 26th. Tennessee was the 16th state admitted to the Union, and the great state brings with it the Great Smoky Mountains, uh, the Centers for Blue, Bluegrass, Country Music, of course, and Nashville. Elvis. Nashville. Tina Turner. Memphis. Chattanooga. You got it. You can keep going. Anyway, the depth of history that surges through that art. We are big fans of Tennessee. One of my favorite states, if not my favorite. I know, it is up there. Uh, I was very, we were very lucky because my parents lived in Tennessee a good long while and uh, we got to really, really enjoy our time spent in Nashville and beyond. And uh, we spent a lot of time in the Great Smoky Mountains and uh, on the West Coast, West Coast, West End uh, in Memphis, a little bit time there and then a whole bunch of time in Nashville. But we love our Tennessee. We love the Opry. We love Nashville. We love country music. We love porches. Listen to... uh, We love sweet tea. Yes. My Tennessee uh, Mountain Home by Dolly Parton. Yeah. In my Tennessee Mountain Home. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great Or Tennessee Waltz. Yes. uh, Or just have yourself some sweet tea. Yeah. Anyway. um, If you were born on today... Uh, You are supposedly, Amanda, a goyle... A a goyle. A goyle. A goyle. A goyle. A goal-oriented, or goal, as I like to say, goal-oriented <laughs> individual. And, uh, you know, you are perhaps the most hardworking uh, individual in your zodiac sign, Amanda, of Scorpio. Uh, these people are ambitious. Are we in Scorpio now? Yes. Oh, my uh, The gosh. 23rd. Oh, my gosh. So we've been I can't in believe we've made it to yeah. Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, their motivation isn't money mm. or success. Mm-hmm. It's power. And they are uh, their best when they are organizing and managing others. So if yeah. you were born today, that it's not true. about success. It's not about money. It's yeah. about power. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The Scorpios we know. Yeah. Well, Carrie Ells. I can never say Elvis, it. Elvis, I think it is. Sure. Okay. Carrie Elvis, yeah. yeah. Had already appeared in Lady Jane and Another Country when we all fell in love with him as Wesley, the romantic hero of the eternal classic, The Princess Bride. As you wish. Isn't that what he says? I don't know. It led to him appearing in Glory, Days of Thunder, the comedy spoof Robin Hood Men in Tights. Pretty funny in that one. And the Jim Carrey comedy Liar Liar. More recently, he was on Stranger Things and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And he was born on this day in London, England. Oh, I didn't know he was British. Yeah. In 1962. Seth MacFarlane finally got his own show, Family Guy, up and running after writing on other series throughout the 90s, like Johnny Bravo and Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, only to see Family Guy cancelled after three seasons due to its low ratings despite winning two Emmy Awards. Um, of course, sales of the DVD of episodes of of um, Family, Guy. Family Guy, thank you, uh, sort of made it much more popular or people were really flocking to it. So it kind of got its second win. But at that time, he was doing American Dad. So he had these two successful oh, animated right. shows okay. and they're still both going, Amanda. American Dad is still going? Yeah. Oh, wow. Along the way, he has directed the films Ted and Ted 2, Eight Million Ways to Die in the West, which I thought was utterly horrible and I couldn't watch past you know, the first 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. And he hosted the Academy Awards the night he was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Song. Winner of five Emmy Awards, he was born on this day in Kent, Connecticut in 1973. He's a funny guy, does lots of voices, he has a face that doesn't age. 
he's but he's also an acquired taste, I think. Yeah, I yeah, think so. I yeah. think yeah, they're really in or not with yep. him. But he's he's clever. Yeah, for sure. Anthony Rapp has been appearing on stage and screen since he was a kid, making his film debut in Adventures in Babysitting in 1987. Who doesn't love Adventures in Babysitting? Elizabeth Shue was in that. Yes. After already having appeared on Broadway, he had roles in Dazed and Confused, also one of my faves, Six Degrees of Separation and Twister. And while on stage, he performed the role of Mark in Rent, which he recreated for the 2005 film version of that musical. In 2017, he took the role of Paul Stamets on the Star Trek series Discovery. Around the same time, he made headlines with his allegations of having been sexually harassed as a teenager by actor Kevin Spacey. Rapp published a member memoir about losing his mom to cancer in 2006. He was born on this day in Joliet, Illinois, in 1971. I didn't realize he was on Discovery. Interesting. Yeah. Rosemary DeWitt performed small roles on television shows while triumphing on the New York stage, Amanda, including mm-hmm. in John Patrick Shanley's Danny and the Deep Blue Sea and The Butter and Eggman. Don't know that one by George S. Kaufman. Do you know that one? The Butter no. and the Eggman? No. Um, George S. Kaufman I know, but I don't know yeah. that play. Well, gaining ground on television and film with her roles in Rachel Gets Married, or Rachel, Rachel Getting, Getting Married, Married. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Your Sister's Sister, and on television in the United States of Terra, and... One of your favorites, Mad Men. One of my favorites. Didn't you like Mad Men? I liked it okay, but I like Rachel getting married a lot. She's very good in it. Do you know who this actress is? No, I don't. She kind of has squinty eyes and bangs. Okay. Well, she had a brief appearance in Sex in the City around the same time that her husband, Ron Livingston, was playing Burger on the show. Do you remember that character? Yeah, Burger is the one who breaks up with her via post-it note. And mm-hmm. I never watched that season. <laughs> but so, you know it. So I've only watched it after the fact in chunks, so... It's the season I know the least. She is also the granddaughter of boxer James Braddock, who was played by Russell Crowe in the film The Cinderella Man. Okay. Uh, most recently, she was in the miniseries Little Fires Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's she, who was she in that? Who was she in She that? was born on this day in Flushing, New York. I always picture her with a glass of wine in her hand. Okay. I think because of in Rachel getting married. Um, but who was she in Little Fires Everywhere? She, you know who she was? She was the woman who adopted the baby. Okay, and yes, had okay. the baby shower. Okay, okay, that great. Was her. Thank you. Okay, she was born in 1971, <laughs> in case you're wondering. All right. Aren't you glad, listeners, that we figured that out? Okay. Yeah. Dylan McDermott has been entertaining audiences with his smoldering good looks since his first film, Hamburger Hill, winning hearts as Julia Roberts' husband in Steel Magnolias. We Spoiler all... alert. Julia dies in that oh film. Oh my God, you're awful. <laughs> Am I? I was going to say, spoiler alert, we all learned what a groom's cake was, thanks okay. to him, because I had never heard of a groom's cake, and then they bite into the armadillo that was right. his cake. Uh, I wanted to have a groom's cake for you for uh, for our wedding, but we had cupcakes. You had groom's cupcakes. I could care less about that. Co-starring with Sharon Stone in the thriller Where Sleeping Dogs Lie, and playing the romantic lead in the film's Miracle on 34th Street, the re- the reboot of it, obviously, and Home for the Holidays. Not the 1943 version, Amanda? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> home for the holidays i don't remember which i always get all my holiday movies mixed up so i'm not even gonna attempt to pretend i know which one it was but i feel like they're all the one where kate winslet and cameron diaz switch places in the late 90s he scored a hit on television with his lead role on the series the practice for which he won a golden globe and more recently became part of ryan murphy's stable of performers <laughs> <laughs> ryan murphy's stable <laughs> Could you stop that, please? That's so annoying. 
I really wanted to talk about Ryan Murphy's stable because I okay. think it's a really funny way to put it. But okay. never mind. Marco just wants to make horse noises. Um, you can talk about it. I'm afraid you're going to come in with a weird offensive horse noise. I, I just think it's funny. It's true. Ryan Murphy does hire the same people like Christopher Guest does. Right. Over and over again. That's all. Um, appearing on seasons of American Horror Story. Uh, I think he played uh, Connie Britton's husband, right? And his latest series, Hollywood, for which McDermott received an Emmy nom. I think he was the only part of it that did. He was born on this day in Waterbury, Connecticut in 1961. John Hedder became a comedy star after audiences saw his lead performance in the cult surprise hit Napoleon Dynamite, which he followed with the comedy Blades of Glory with Will Flip Farrell. He performs voices on a number of animated series, including Stars vs. the Forces of Evil, and starred in the film, the films Ghost Team, The Tiger Hunter, and Christmas Eve. And he was born on this day in Fort Collins, Colorado in 1977. I mean, The Tiger Hunter. I feel like it's all downhill after Napoleon Dynamite, John Hader. I think you need to get a new manager. Anyway, um, everybody's favorite uh, Greek producer... And powerhouse Rita Wilson had brief appearances on the shows Who's the Boss and MASH before moving up to film roles in The Bonfire of the Vanities, Mixed Nuts, which is, it doesn't hold up completely, but it is still one of my favorite holiday movies. Isn't that the Barbara Streisand film where she plays a prostitute on trial? No. Okay. No, it's the one where Steve Martin tries to run a mental health hotline during Christmas. Okay. And you have... Julia, what's her name, and her boyfriend. Anyway, it's filled with famous people. Okay. Um, anyway, um, in 2002, she became... Oh, she was in The Runaway Bride. Does anyone care? Probably not. In 2002, she became a powerhouse producer when she produced the second most profitable film of all time, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. If you haven't heard the story, she, on a, she had a rare night off and night out, wanted to go out with her girlfriends and opened the paper. That's how old this is. This is amazing. Op- yeah. Have you never heard this? Yeah, I know. Yeah, she opened the paper and said, what can we do tonight? What's happening in L.A.? There's a one-woman show off some little theater, as they all are in L.A., some 50-seat theater somewhere. One-woman show, my big fat Greek wedding. Well, that looks funny because I'm Greek. Let's go. And they went and she fell in love with it. And uh, the rest is history. She followed it with a sequel, and they had even more success with the two Mamma Mia films. Wow. So good for her. She's had roles on The Good Wife and Girls, has put out four albums as a singer. A lot of people don't know that. The latest is called Halfway to Home, and it was released in 2019. Maybe we should listen to her in the car. I listen to her. I prefer her producing. Okay. Yeah. She was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1956. Don't get me wrong. I think she's great. Mm-hmm. But I heard her sing on television. It's like, whatever. Um, someone who isn't whatever. <laughs> it's like Molly Ringwald is now a jazz singer. And you're is like, she? Well, exactly. exactly. Is she? Jacqueline Smith is best known for playing Kelly on 110 episodes of Charlie's Angels. Amanda, do you remember her? No. She was one of the long, I mean, dark yes. hair. Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, which she followed with the television movie Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy. I guess she played Bouvier. Jackie Bouvier. Yep. Uh, for which she was nominated for a Golden Globe Award. She later appeared on the show The District and has made cameos in two or three Charlie's Angel movies in the last 20 years. So she hasn't done too much, Amanda, but she was born on this day in Houston, Texas in 1945. You know what? She probably bought a ranch and is living her best Didn't life. Didn't she do a whole bunch of shampoo commercials? Wasn't that her thing? Maybe. I think she was. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think she was all about like some shampoo. And that movie that Barbara Streisand was in was called Nuts. Not okay. Mixed Nuts. Oh, Nuts. Yeah. yeah. 
Mixed Nuts is like Steve Martin, Rita Wilson, Julia. What's her name? She was in Natural Born Killers and Cape Fear. Oh, Ju- Julia L- Lewis. Julia L- Lewis Dreyfus? No, Ju- Julia, Julia. Juliette Lewis. Something like that, yeah. She's in it. Um, I feel like somebody else pretty who became very famous after is in it. You can look it up while okay. I talk about Bob Hoskins. <laughs> now, Bob Hoskins never expected to become a star, uh, describing himself as five foot six cubic and with a face like a squashed cabbage. Probably five foot six, but with his accent, it was probably sex. But he found success with his performances in the miniseries Pennies from Heaven and the films The Long Good Friday and Mona Lisa. Yeah, he was pretty good in Mona Lisa. I remember that. For which he was nominated for Best Actor Oscar. I guess he was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember being a particularly good movie. This is called Amanda Marco Judge Films. They've seen and not seen. Don't really. Judge the films I've seen with my mother over the years. Opportunities in Hollywood followed, starring in the technological breakville film Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the comedy Mermaids with Cher, I remember all of these, and as J. Edgar Hoover and Nixon, and co-producing and co-starring with Judy Dents in Mrs. Henderson Presents. He made his last film appearance as Snow White and the Huntsman in 2012, before his death in oh, 2014 at the age of 71. I didn't realize he had ever gotten that old somehow. He was born on this day in Suffolk, England in 1942. Of all those films, which one did you enjoy most with your mom? Uh, well, I'm saying Mona Lisa, but I think I'm thinking of Mona Lisa Smile. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I think it says you Mona are. Lisa. Yeah, Mona Lisa was a dark, dark film. I think Mona Lisa Smiles was Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah, Mona Lisa was like Julia Roberts as a teacher that inspires a, a new generation of white women. <laughs> um... <laughs> By the way, Wella Balsam scent shampoo is what. Uh, okay, but did you look up who else is in Mixed Nuts? No, I did not yet. I'm 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 onto the movie Mona Lisa. I'm looking while you talk, so okay, it's kind of well. Hard. That's I request you to look up the I cast will. of Mixed Nuts, but in the meantime, I'll Tom. do Tom Cavanaugh, okay. uh, who had a success on the show Ed. Do you remember that show in the early 2000s? Vaguely, and it earned him a Golden Globe nomination. Then it followed with roles on How to Eat Fried Worms, Breakfast with Scott. And the shows Ellie Stone, Trust Me, and Scrubs. I remember him from mm-hmm. Scrubs. Uh, currently, he plays Harrison Nash Wells on The Flash, my niece's favorite show. And he was born on this day in Ottawa, Ontario in 1963. Well, uh, just this week I was talking to, I have a, we have a nephew who is in showbiz um, these days and doing better than any of us. And so I had a discussion with my friend in L.A. who said, well, here in L.A. we have something called the Coogan Account. Uh, for kids and so we're talking about that and that was inspired by Jackie Coogan that's right who was born on this day and was the son of vaudeville performers who became a child star at the age of seven with his performance in Charlie Chaplin's classic The Kid which he followed with a number of high profile films in the 20s including Oliver Twist Long Live the King Little Robinson Crusoe and The Ragman work slowed down in the 30s he played Tom Sawyer in two films but he had lead roles followed uh, but few Lee roles, rather, followed, um, though he did continue to work more or less steadily for the rest of his life. He found a new resurgence of success in the mid-60s when he was cast as Uncle Fester. Yeah, that's how I know him, Uncle Fester. That is so funny. I didn't realize he What was could a- Uncle Fester do with a light bulb? Put his finger in it and turn it on? I don't know. Close. Put it in his mouth and it would turn on. Oh, okay. No. Uh, on the Adams Family television series, which is what audiences know and love him best for now. But I, I know him as from the Coogan account. Um, so he made his last film in 1983. He died in 1984 at the age of 69. He was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1914 
And yes, he is why we have the Coogan Act. The California Child Actors Bill, known as the Coogan Act or Coogan Bill, it's a law applicable to child performers designed to safeguard a portion of their earnings for when they reach the age of majority and protect them from exploitation and abuse because obviously his parents didn't. Of course. I will say this though, the Coogan accounts, you only have to save 10% of your oh, child's. That's it? That's oh. it. So they only, if your parents go and blow it all. Um, now, listen, I understand parents needing to have a salary if you really are managing your kid. It's a full-time job. Sure. So I, I, there's some, I, there should be a bit of leeway, but um, you know, we all worried about kids getting exploited, but at least it's better than nothing, right? Yep. Uh- Sorry, yeah. were you done? Were you done with Coogan? Yeah, yeah. I'll just tell you who was in Mixed Nuts, please, and then you can do the next one, breaking and then news. I'll tell breaking, you. Okay, breaking news from Christmas movies of the nineties. Okay, so Mixed Nuts uh, was a film that came out in nineteen ninety four, and yep. it starred Steve Martin, like yes. you said, the exceptionally talented Madeline Kahn. Oh my God, I forgot Madeline Kahn was yeah. in it. Yes, Robert Klein. She's so great. Uh, okay, Robert Klein. Anthony LaPaglia. Okay. Juliet Lewis is who is we were her thinking. Name? Yep. Yes. Rob Reiner. Okay, Rob Reiner, yeah. yeah. Adam Sandler. Oh my gosh, it's Adam Sandler. I forgot he was in this one. And Rita Wilson, yeah. I I need to see this film. I don't think I've ever seen it. I forgot Adam Sandler was in this. And Amanda, Mona Lisa, starring uh, Bob Hoskins, is a 1986 British neo-noir crime drama about an ex-convict who becomes entangled in the dangerous life of a high-class call girl. Um, So is that the film you saw? Mona Lisa smile with Winona Ryder and... (laughs) That I went to see with my mom in nope. probably in New Brunswick. Different film, different film. All right, I'll let you do the next one. Oh my goodness. Well, James Pickens Jr. has a resume going back to episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 in the early 90s, later appearing in Sleepers, Bullworth, the shows The Practice, and NYPD Blue. He's best known and loved for his role as Alvin Kirsch on The X-Files, as Dan's best friend, Chuck, on Roseanne, and as Dr. Richard Weber on 363. We lo- Three episodes of Grey's Anatomy he's, and counting. He's so good in that. I didn't realize this is what I was talking about. <laughs> I don't. Who cares about any of this stuff? He's he's Doctor Weber. You love Doctor Weber. I love him. He's my favorite. Yeah, on Grey's. He's your... Yeah. Anyway, he was born on this day in Cleveland, Ohio, in 1954. Okay, Patrick Breen had a breakthrough role in the 1999 comedy Galaxy Quest, mm-hmm. going on to appear on episodes of Sex in the City. Ali McBeal, The West Wing, and Law and Order. More recently, he was cast in longer arcs on Madam Secretary and a series of unfortunate events. He was born on this day in Brooklyn in 1960, Amanda. Chelsea Ross is an actor you will recognize, even if you don't know his name, playing supporting roles in Basic Instinct, Rudy, six episodes of Mad Men, and most recently, three episodes of Billions. And he was born on this day in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, OKC. 1942. Keith Urban was born in New Zealand but grew up in Australia, releasing his self-titled debut album when he was just 24 and charting four singles in the in Australia before trying his luck in the country music scene in the United States. That's a, that's amazing that he like became a star in Australia before he yeah. moved to the States, right? He has released a total of 11 studio albums, has had 37 singles on the on the US Hot Country charts, Ooh. and has appeared as a judge on American Idol and as a coach on the Australian version of The Voice. He has won three Grammy Awards, but more importantly, he has won the heart of the great Nicole Kidman, and of course <laughs> Bill wrote this, to whom he has been married since 2006. He was born on this day in New Zealand in 1967. I, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he grew up in Australia. Yeah. You said that. Yeah. I was just so excited about our next person. Pat Sajak was a weatherman at WSM-TV Nashville, since it is Tennessee Day, uh, but he moved to Los Angeles and landed a spot on a little game show called 
Wheel of Fortune, which began in 1983. Wow. That's how long he's been doing it. 37 years later. I just can't even believe that. The show is still going, and he is still the host, winning three daytime Emmys and a Lifetime Achievement Award along the way. He was born on this day in Chicago in 1946. I mean, it's just crazy. It is nuts. 37 years. But Vanna White has to get some credit for that, too, because she's been on just as long. Has she been on just as long? Was she the first one? Oh, now I don't know. 37 years later. I mean, oh, she looks great. They got to be, what are they in there? He's in his, so he's in his mid 70s. Yeah, good for him. Wow. Well, Don Siegel made his directorial debut with the Victoria drama, The Verdict. Did you see that with your mom, Amanda? Uh, but in the 60s, established his reputation for making daring, violent action films like Riot and Cell Block 11 and the remake of The Killers. When he teamed up with Clint Eastwood on Coogan's Bluff in 1968, the two discovered a compatibility that saw them working together for more than a decade, creating the classics The Beguiled, Escape from Alcatraz, Alcatraz, and the mega-hit Dirty Harry. Siegel's last film was the Bette Midler comedy Jinxed, after which he retired and didn't make another movie before his death in 1991 at the age of 78. He was born on the stage in Chicago in 1912. My personal favorite on this list, say what you will about me or about her. Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton is an American politician, diplomat, lawyer, writer, and public speaker who served as the 67th United States Secretary of State from 2009 to 2013, as a United States Senator from New York from 2001 to 2009, and as the First Lady of the United States from 1993 to 2001. Clinton became the first woman to be nominated for President of the United States by a major political party when she won the Democratic Party nomination in 2016. She was the first woman to win the popular vote in an American presidential election sigh we know how that one went Um, and she was born on this day in 1947 in Chicago, Illinois wow what an incredible person leader uh, politician Um, yeah it's sad uh, that she wasn't president because she'd probably make the the best president ever she ain't dead yet and I don't know anybody I mean to be a president right now I don't know if I It would be a hard time to manage a uh, a country in the crisis that they have been in, but we wish all of them luck and love, especially uh, our uh, our brothers and sisters in Tennessee. That's right. Because it is National Tennessee Day. Have a great Tennessee Day. Like Amanda said, have some sweet tea. Uh, listen to some country music. Have some fried catfish. Yes. Have some hush puppies. Yes. If you don't know what they are, go look them up. They're basically just balls of dough. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right, Amanda. Well, that was October 26th. Shrimp and grits. Yeah. Mm.